This is Power Source, a podcast by the Citizens Utility Board, where we track down the answers to your utility questions. I'm your host, Hannah Finnerty. listening to State Representative Ann Williams talk about the Clean Energy Jobs Act at a rally in Springfield that was held earlier this year. If you keep up with CUB, Illinois politics, or clean energy initiatives, there's a good chance you've heard of CJA before. The Clean Energy Jobs Act is comprehensive clean energy legislation that is currently before the Illinois General Assembly. Among other things, CJA would take advantage of the falling cost of clean energy, reform the electricity market, expand energy efficiency, and cost-effectively move Illinois toward 100% clean energy by 2030 and 100% renewable energy by 2050. It is the only energy legislation in Springfield that could secure savings for consumers while significantly ramping up renewable energy development in the state. And it does all this while holding Illinois utilities accountable to their customers. Sounds pretty good, right? We at Cub like to think so. In this episode of Power Source, you are going to get a crash course on the Clean Energy Jobs Act. I'll break down the clean energy bill, highlight some key updates to the legislation, and explain how it saves consumers money. No interviews, just you, me, and some good clean energy information. So let's go back to what I read in the intro. In fact, I'm going to read it again for you. CJA would take advantage of the falling cost of clean energy, reform the electric market, expand energy efficiency, and cost-effectively move Illinois toward 100% clean energy by 2030 and 100% renewable by 2050. 100% renewable energy by 2050. If it wasn't already clear... CJA would help Illinois fight climate change. It corrects our reliance on fossil fuels and redirects funding to support clean energy careers and vehicle electrification programs. That number I keep repeating, 100% renewable energy by 2050. It's a necessity, according to climate activist Tonisha Harris. At a virtual news conference for CJA this summer, Tonisha explained that the world can't wait any longer to take action on climate change. The climate crisis extends beyond 
polar vortexes and triple digit temperatures. Illinoisans are facing the increasingly severe and damaging consequences of climate change every day without a plan from our leaders. Young people are often asked, when are we, where we plan to be in five or 10 years down the road? When are we gonna buy property or start a family? These questions always sting a bit. Older adults don't, do not understand how hard it is to plan for a dream when the climate crisis looms largely over my future. They aren't doing enough to create a world that can support our dreams. To be quite clear, their inaction is destroying it. If elected leaders in Springfield don't wake up and take action now to literally save futures of my generation and those coming after us, young people will inherit the worst of the climate crisis. We may suffer unimaginable hardship because adults in power right now and for decades leading up to this very moment will have knowingly traded our lives for political convenience and short-term financial gain. Action on climate cannot wait. There's no morally- Unfortunately, an increasingly unstable climate is just one of the many challenges striking Illinois at the moment. ComEd has been the subject of a federal investigation accusing the utility of bribery to pass favorable rate hike legislation that has allowed it to set rates by formula over the last decade. The utility has since paid a $200 million fine to resolve the federal probe. The murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmed Arbery, and the shooting of Jacob Blake have highlighted the racism and injustice that Black people in America face daily. And of course, the COVID-19 pandemic is still on the menu, and unfortunately, A return to the old normal seems far away at this point. In response to this four-headed storm, the Illinois Clean Jobs Coalition announced a new and stronger version of CJA. It doubles down on equitable job creation, economic recovery, and utility accountability reforms. CJA will ensure that utilities are operating transparently and are held accountable to their customers, not their shareholders. CJ goes beyond the self-policing ethics required by the feds as part of their investigation into ComEd. Under CJ, all utilities would have oversight from an independent ethics compliance monitor. The bill would prohibit the use of ratepayer dollars for expenses related to federal investigations, and it would require ComEd shareholders to fork over money for communities in need of financial support. Formula rate increases would also come to an end under CJA. ComEd and Ameren currently set their rates using a formula, a system that lacks consumer protections. CJA would do away with formula rates and implement a system that applies strict oversight from state regulators. They will only approve utility programs and rates that are proven to be cost-effective. No blank checks at the ratepayer's expense. After ComEd's debacle, it's clear that Illinois needs to beef up its utility oversight. These provisions in CJA are the first step to holding our utilities accountable to their ratepayers. And aside from ensuring public utilities truly serve the public interest, the updated legislation attempts to address long-standing inequalities that have recently been highlighted by the pandemic. Communities of color are being hit disproportionately hard by COVID-19 and many of them are also negatively impacted by fossil fuel pollution that harms the health of nearby residents. Dulce Ortiz, the co-chair of Clean Power Lake County, is seeing this play out in her own community of Waukegan. Um, 
you know, as an impacted community resident here in Waukegan, um, I think it's a slap in the face to us residents to continue to subsidize this dirty fossil fuels while we are pretty much sacrificing our health, our well-being, our children, and not only that, but our communities, um, because nobody wants to do any type of economic development next to a coal plant. And um, having us ratepayers uh, subsidize dirty fossil fuels, um, again, it's, it's very impactful to environmental justice communities, and we need um, a change. Uh, we need to make sure that um, CJA is passed now because, again, um, we are really sacrificing a lot of community members, and our health um, has been impacted. I myself suffer from asthma. My mother suffers from asthma. And for us to have to um, not only pay, um, for doctor's visits, for medications, um, and in addition to that, you know, still subsidize these um, dirty fossil fuel companies for us as Waukegan residents is a slap in the face, and we need change now. Transitioning to renewable energy sources and phasing out polluting plants, like the one Dulce lives near in Waukegan, creates a cleaner, healthier future for environmental justice communities. This transition through CJA also ensures residents of these communities are provided with clean job opportunities, such as installing solar panels. CJA is projected to attract more than $30 billion in private investment in clean energy and spark thousands of jobs. It also creates clean job workforce hubs, which make up a network of frontline organizations providing workforce training across Illinois for economically disadvantaged communities and formal fossil fuel workers. Responding to systematic racism, a pandemic, a crumbling climate, and utility corruption is no easy task, but the Clean Energy Jobs Act addresses each of these and attempts to correct them through comprehensive, community-driven policy. But it does so much more. One aspect of the bill that we love to hype up at Cub is that consumers will save money under CJA. Consumers smartly want to know how it will save them money. Number one, CJA expands energy efficiency programs. All right, so you're probably thinking that energy efficiency isn't a rate cut. No, it's not. But the cheapest kilowatt hour of electricity or the most affordable therm of gas is the one that you never use. Thanks to the Future Energy Jobs Act, which is another good energy bill that was passed in 2016, big utilities for the first time have an incentive to meet their efficiency goals, with bonuses for exceeding targets and penalties for falling short. The Natural Resources Defense Council conducted an analysis that estimated that FIJA's energy efficiency provisions could lead up to $7 billion in consumer savings. And CJA expands these programs for electric and applies them to gas utilities as well. And then there's this little thing called the capacity market that is in desperate need of reform. CJA takes care of that too and saves consumers money while doing that. Back in December 2019, appointees of President Trump on the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, or FERC, voted in favor of a proposal pushed by out-of-state power generators. This proposal overhauls the rules that govern a special electricity market that most people probably haven't heard of. 
We in the energy world call it the capacity market. Capacity refers to extra payments that consumers give power plant operators for the commitment to have enough electricity available if demand suddenly spikes. FERC's decision would ultimately prop up fossil fuel companies and force consumers to pay higher power bills for dirty energy that we don't need. In fact, ComEd customers could pay up to $1.7 billion in higher power bills over the next decade because of this ruling. This is catastrophic. As a result, the cost of renewables will go up, hampering Illinois' efforts to secure clean, affordable energy. The Clean Energy Jobs Act would also rewrite power procurement rules for the state, but they're writing them with consumers in mind. The legislation would put the Illinois Power Agency in charge of the state's own capacity market. Effectively, that would remove Illinois from FERC's jurisdiction and protect consumers from the $1.7 billion increase. Now, we know that leaving the capacity market isn't the only proposal available to help us cost-effectively get to 100% renewable energy. Cub thinks capacity market reform is a good idea, but all options should be considered as we seek the cheapest, fastest way to get to 100% renewable energy. Hand-in-hand with the capacity market is demand. On a normal day, the electric grid has enough energy to supply everyone's electricity needs. But during times when electricity is in high demand, like on a hot summer day when everyone is running the AC, the energy world calls this peak demand. High electricity demand increases market prices and forces consumers to pay for expensive new power plant construction to meet demand. By promoting programs that lower peak demand, CJA helps us bring down our bills. So we've got demand reduction, energy efficiency, and capacity market reforms. This trio of provisions is a recipe for consumer savings, if we can pass CJA. Add this to the strengthened utility accountability and equity measures that I talked about earlier, and CJA is one damn good bill. But time is running out. Like Tonisha said, the world can't wait any longer to take dramatic action on climate change. And to double down on the pressure, the FERC ruling could go into effect as soon as the spring of 2021, forcing us to pay more for dirty fossil fuels. So please pick up the phone and call your legislators or fill out the petition in the episode description. Tell Springfield we need to pass CJA now. Our climate cannot wait. Our communities cannot wait. Our power bills cannot wait. Sija cannot wait. Do you have a question you'd like answered on a future episode of Power Source? Send me an email at hfinnerty at citizensutilityboard.org with your question. If you have specific questions about your utility bill or service, please call Cubs Consumer Help Hotline at 1-800-669-5556. The line is open from 9 to 4, Monday through Friday. This episode of Power Source was written and produced by me, your host, Hannah Finnerty. If you liked this episode, please hit subscribe in your podcast app and visit www.citizensutilityboard.org for more information about utilities in Illinois.